Stranger Damies. This is uh, episode five. Um, we are just getting to the very early point of our second campaign here, so uh, I think we finally got our feet under us, so I'm looking forward to a good episode here. Um, so let's recap. Um, after rescuing Barris and Baragon from the Dynasty's army, uh, Surreal and her crew, consisting of Iggy and Rex, uh, escorted the pair to Emberburg as part of the contract with him. While there, they discovered that the mayor was missing, and a reward was available for his return, and for the restoration of the town's famous Lantern Light. Our adventurers found Mayor Jome Antana, uh, and returned him to town, along with the body of a werewolf, which they found out was, who, who they found out was named Lon. Back at the Vivid Fire... Uh, the group learns of the Six, which are a loosely connected group of people wrecking havoc in the independent city-states and part of the Hill Giant Enclave. Uh, Jome informs Barris uh, that he has information on the location of a Delacroix, which is the family uh, that Barris is looking for. He tells him to go to the port city of Astoria and find his source, Big Johnson, to fill in the details. On their way to Astoria, our crew is attacked by acolytes of the sea monster and barely make it out alive. Now they have arrived in Astoria and were pointed in the direction of the Dire Straits Bar and Grill where they were told they could find Big Johnson. Guys, um, you uh, are exiting the docks um, and into the town of Astoria. Okay, what's the... Uh... What's a quick general sense of what this uh, city is like? Yeah, so uh, give me a quick perception check to see what you see. The 17. 17. Alright, so you look around and it very much would be reminiscent um, of like a tourist town. Like lots of, um, you know, lots of people walking around, you know, going into different shops. There's you know, a few inns, there's some some bars, you know, there's, like, shops all over the place uh, for anything you can think of. Most of them, for you guys as as adventurers, just look like little knickknacks that people would pick up in their travels um, through here. Um, and not anything, you know, gear-wise or anything, at least in this section of the city. Um, uh, you, uh, but you see... Um, Above all the buildings is the giant um, sign for the uh, Dire Straits Bar and Grill. Um, so uh, let me get everybody an uh, a investigation check to see how long it takes you to actually navigate this tourist area. 14 for me. I rolled a 19. Also a 14. Okay. 18. All right. Uh, so, with that good uh, combination of um, good average, uh, it only takes you guys about the uh, the twenty minute walk from the docks uh, to the bar. Um, you don't get uh, caught up in too many crowds. Um, 
And when you get in front of it, um, the bar at the barn grill is this a uh, giant uh, rectangle of a building, um, two stories. Um, the giant uh, flaming or like lit lit up sign um, is right there. Um, you have uh, two doors in front of you. Um, you guys, if you do want to proceed in, um, uh, enter in. Um, uh, real quick, yeah. Just uh, as we were walking, did I notice anyone looking at us strangely? Anyone following yeah, us? Give me or a perception check. Maybe like whispering. Yeah, give us a perception check. Perception. Uh, that is twenty-two. Twenty-two. Um, the only thing you don't notice anything nefarious um, as you're walking by, but. You do see a lot of people are taking, you know, um, uh, double takes at Rex um, as he walks by. Um, you know, especially like the little kids um, in the town. Um, and you see uh, a couple of the uh, younger little girls are, are sort of uh, in awe of watching Surreal uh, walk down the street in her garb. Um, so you can tell that. That you guys made a little bit of a, of a notice, but not anything more than, oh, these people look important sort of thing. I'll, uh, I'll just, I'll ask Surreal real quick. Uh, um, Captain, is the uh, ship secure? No, uh, you know, do you have everything set before we go in? Do we need anything? Um, Mark, could I recon that I had the had chunk again yeah. guarding the ship? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just okay. assuming, unless you want to do anything out of the ordinary, um, that, yeah, no. that that chunk is left behind. Um, yep. If you, the only way I won't assume that is if you say you bring them with you. Okay. You know. Cool. So. Yeah. Um. And plus, the harbor master, you know, looks over. They got it point at you in this direction. Got it. Okay. Yes, Baragons, we're good. Uh, chunks up the ship, and uh, I feel like the harbor master will take good care of it, so we should be all right. Very good. Uh, I'm going to, before we enter the bar, I'm just going to pull up my hood of uh, for the Elven Kind okay. cloak. I'm just going to activate it just in case there's uh, people who are trying to spy. All right. All right. No problem. So uh, you got that. You now have advantage on stealth checks, I believe. Is your. Is yes. Your and, and people have disadvantage on perception checks against me yeah 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 so uh you guys enter into the bar um inside uh you see the walls are adorned with different kinds of shields replica weapons um but the most prominent thing um that is uh, uh littering the walls is just paintings of um all different kinds of people standing next to the same person um and most of them say different versions of Love this place. Best food in Falstaff. Um, and everything is, uh, you know, sort of brightly colored around it. Um, and you notice as you walk in, all the servers walk by and they're wearing the same, like, um, creamsicle colored stripe uniform um, that the guy in the photo or the paintings is wearing. Um, and uh, it's sort of, ma you know, everything sort of matches and, and looks looks the same. Very very like it's planned out to look this way um and you guys see that there are tables set up and there is a bar um in front of you in the back of of the uh of the restaurant uh what's this guy look like in these paintings 
Um, you see it is just a uh, guy with uh, sort of like a um, uh, curly hair, um, you know, a little bit um, sort of hiding his ears and stuff, so you can't really tell if it... Um, he doesn't have features that make him either look human, elf, or whatever. Um, and he always seems to be like the same exact height as everybody in the photos, in the paintings. Um, uh, so can't really gauge anything outside of the face. Um, and if you want to take a quick scan to see if you see that face in the room, you can roll a perception check. Sure. Twenty one. Twenty one. Um, you don't uh, specifically see that face, but the the main thing that catches your eye um, is you see a uh, a it, with their back turned to you a uh, Goliath in the back. Um, at the bar, um, with sort of, with the same hairstyle, um, and the uniform on with sort of like his back turned to the bar. Okay. Uh, is there like a bouncer or a bartender I could approach before I approach yeah. that one? Yeah, so, uh, essentially, um, he's the only person you see at the bar. The guy with his back turned there. There's no bouncer or anything, um, here. Um, is, is he, is he, like... Behind the bar as like yeah. a bartender. With yeah, his back yeah, he's turn? sort of on the other end of the bar. Okay. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Definitely from the uniform, you you would you would imagine that it, that he does work there. I said, excuse me, there, sir. Oh, how are you doing? He spins around, and you know it's not the guy from the paintings. Okay. I was hoping if you could uh, tell us where uh, I might be able to find uh, a gentleman by the name of Miss Big Johnson. Mr. Big Johnson, I believe. And Maybe. He goes, he goes, oh, all right, one second. And uh, he, uh, he turns around, but before he can even turn around, you guys hear uh, the squeaking of, um, uh, so, like, sounds like, a, like something sliding across the stone floor and hitting up against the bar. And then you look to your left, and a, uh, a little tiny gnome has popped his head up and goes, I hear you're looking for me. Uh, I'm looking for you if you are Mr. Big Johnson, I believe, uh, that's, that's who I was looking for, is that, is that your name? I may be. Who are you? Um, my name is, uh, Barris Dormonte. I was told to, uh, to talk to you. Okay, and, uh, um, he looks at you and goes, um, uh, Oh, did someone recommend the restaurant to us? Anybody I would know? Uh, I believe I was told to come here from the mayor of... I can't fucking remember the name of the town right now. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, what was the name You can say his place? name, too. Uh, Joe Montana? I don't remember how you <laughs> yeah, protect... <laughs> Joe? Mayor oh, of oh, Joe. Ah, oh, yes, then you must be, uh, Dormonte. That's what I said, yep. Okay. Barris Dormonte at your service. And he sort of looks around, and uh, he goes, All right, um, everybody with you? Uh, uh, the characters behind me, yes, they uh, are associates of mine. Okay, he's like, All right, uh, let's uh, huddle everybody uh, into the back room here. He turns around. Umberberg? Was that what it was? Emberberg. Emberberg. Yeah. yeah. So he um, he sort of sh uh, directs you to a door behind the bar. Um, the uh, the Goliath lifts the uh, bar up so you guys can walk through. 
Um, uh, Surreal, give me a perception check. Fifteen. Fifteen? Just good enough. Um, you, uh, you hear a metal mug drop, um, to your right, and you spot a, um, a figure, um, like half-elf looking, um, run out the back door after making eye contact with you. Did I recognize him, or is it too quick for me to tell? Uh, uh, give me... Let's see, with a, with a 15, yeah, you, it sort of looked very familiar, and they seem to want to get the hell out of there as soon as they spotted you. Okay. Um, I'm going to turn to... Yeah, oh, go I was going to say, of the group, you're the only one that saw this. Okay. I'm just going to nudge Baragond, um, and I'm going to just, like, give him a heads up, like... Um, I know you're, you're trying to look out for suspicious characters. That that half-elf person, I don't know if you saw it, but he, he looked at me, and he got real scared and, and ran out of the bar, and he spilled his drink everywhere. So I feel like we just need to be a little bit more on guard here. I don't know what, what that was about, but he looked really familiar. I just can't remember where I've seen him before. I just wanted to let you know. Darth, thank you. Um, hmm. If you see him again... Uh... Heads up, we'll, uh, yeah. We'll I kind of want to go. Follow. I kind of want to go looking for him later when we're done here. It just rubbed me the wrong did way. You, did you get a good look at face or features? He just looked. He looked half elfin to me. I I couldn't really get more than that. But he just looked. He looked familiar. Like something about him reminds me of something. I, I don't know. Maybe if I'll keep thinking about it. Yeah, so get, uh, roll me an intelligence check just to see how much of the face you do you will be able to remember. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, it'll be enough that if you if you roll a good enough investigation check, you should be able to to find them. It's not um, there are enough features that stood out to you for that. Okay. okay. Are there any? Um... Are there any, like, I, w I would imagine in the bar there's no, like, pebbles or stones in there, right? No, no, it's a very clean um, okay. bar and grill. Um, you know, as, as well as a, uh, you know, wooden table, you know, place can be. Um, okay. it's, not, uh, it's not, like, dirt floors or anything like that. So. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll uh, bring it up to group after and see if uh, see where we go from there. Okay, agreed. Um, so, uh, and you guys follow um, um, Big Johnson into the room, um, and you, uh, as right before you um, go into the back room, um, uh, Iggy, you turn around and see the um, uh, the Goliath looks at you and sort of raises one eyebrow to you as you walk in. Do I know this person? No, but um... Or does know, he th the, recognize me as being similar to him? No, the eyebrow is just a very recognizable eyebrow that someone would make. Oh, that That okay. is a <laughs> a big giant guy with a okay. little curly thing on top of his head. Okay. Okay. So, um, <laughs> you, guys, you guys walk inside, um... And uh, once you get in the room, um, everybody make a perception check. Fifteen. 
Four. Tw Twenty. Twenty-three. Okay. Oh, did I just roll twice? Sorry. <laughs> it, it took a while to roll. Eighteen. Yeah. All right. And, um, uh, so who got over fifteen? Myself. I did. Me. Okay. Uh, of the two of you, anybody, um, uh, Arcana? There's three yes. of us. But, or, yeah. Okay. I don't think I'm Arcana. I am not Arcana. I'm Arcana. You are? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, you roll me an Arcana check. Um, the two of you notice um, that he is doing something uh, with his hands as you guys walk into the room. 21. Who's, 21. Is this Big Johnson doing yeah. something with his hands? Yeah. So uh, you guys notice that. Surreal, you see the same thing. But with your Arcana uh, knowledge, uh, you recognize um, the spell that he is casting is a Zone of Truth spell um so um it you know he does the motion um it flashes in the room so everybody give me a uh, charisma check or save Twenty-one. Fourteen. Sixteen. Eight. Three. Okay. So everybody above a fifteen, um, you can lie, but he knows that the spell didn't work on you. So do it at your, you know, you know, knowing that um, he knows you're not under the effect of the spell. You know. Um. But question mark. Yeah, go ahead. When you're done, I have the ring of mind shielding. Does that prevent him from being able to use this spell on me completely, or is it more of just like a psychic powers that it would block? Oh, yeah, the, yeah. Thank you for reminding me about the ring. You guys, I have that one, too. Yeah. So Ooh, you, ring buddies. Yeah, so you guys are... Um, Wonder twins. Yeah, you guys are both... Um, uh, he thinks it worked on you, but the the ring blocks it um, okay. from you. Um, if you want, uh, roll me a, um, just for fun interaction, uh, roll me perception checks, Surreal and Barris, to see if you notice the similar flash of the ring. Natural 20, 23. Yeah, so you both, as it happens, out of the corner of your eyes, notice the flash of a ring um, in your hands. So do with that information as you will, as as two character, you know, in your interactions. Um, so, yeah, so uh, everybody else that was below a 15, um, uh, I believe, who was it? That was definitely Jonathan uh, for Rex. Yep. Iggy. I rolled a three. For, for charisma or charisma for the save. first roll? Charisma save. The charisma, I, w I had a 16. Okay. So he knows that you're not under the spell, but you can say whatever you want. Um, okay. Baragon and Rex, anything you're asked, you have to tell the truth. <laughs> okay. No matter, no matter <laughs> if it's damaging to you guys or not. <laughs> you can also yeah. try and stay quiet, but you will look very obvious. Uh, staying quiet. Do, I know, do I know that Baragon... Is under this you do zone not. of truth spell. You do not. Okay. Yeah, if you had Arcana, you would be okay. able to read it. Um, so I can tell. Yeah, you you have a, you'll be able to tell when, once he it's starts effective. answering. Okay. You know. Okay. You know, especially with how guarded Baragon usually is. Yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So he uh, looks down. He's like. Uh, so, um, 
before I start this, uh, have any of you uh, come from the dynasty or lived there at any point? Uh, I have, yes. Okay. So, do you... Do you know of the Delacroix? I have heard of Delacroix, yes. And you are not uh, working with them? No, I am not working with them. And he looks over at everybody else. Same question to the rest of you. Uh, I I know the Delacroix, and uh, that's actually why we're here, is uh, the mayor of Umberberg told us that you might know of a location of one Delacroix, or at least many Delacroix, I don't know how many. He didn't exactly say which one, but I am very interested to find this Delacroix. And he, uh, he uh, gets up um, on the desk and sort of looks you over. He's like, all right, I can't. Just need to be safe. They, um, they are, uh, they have spies, so that's why I had to do that little spell. I apologize if that affected anyone, um, like, stomach-wise and things like that. Um, (laughs) and he looks around and goes, all right, and he looks over at Barris and goes, so, uh, the information I have is that there is a, um, I don't know if you've heard that there's a, uh, a diplomatic event um, that'll take place um, uh, with a masquerade ball uh, at the uh, Hotel of Pangea. Uh, and that will include, from what I can gather, uh, the Vice Count of the Twilight Seeker Dynasty, uh, Aaron Ayanren, and that's uh, A-R-R-Y-N, I-A-N-R-E-N. Uh, spell that again. Uh, A-R-R-Y-N. And then I-A-N-R-E-N. And, um, I'll have everybody roll... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Aaron Iron? Is that how it's pronounced? Iron Ren. Iron Ren? Yeah, Iron Ren. Yeah, Iron Ren. Uh, she's the, the Count of... The vi- yeah, the Viscount of the Twilight Vice. Seeker Dynasty. So, um, everybody roll intelligence checks for me, just to see um, if you've heard the name before, and then depending on that, there's one more roll. Intelligence? Yeah, intelligence. Just This is for your memory, to see if you've heard the name before. Harold, wow. 11. Okay. Six. So, uh, everybody above a 10, um, you have heard of this person. Uh, People below, you just know of the title. Um, uh, This is the, uh, basically the leader of the um, Twilight Seeker Dynasty um, is is coming into town. Um, Or you'll find out where soon. But, um, and uh, those of you that didn't get above a 10, um, you know that that title is, but you've never heard of this person. Um, if you kind of get what I'm saying there. Um, yeah. Uh, for uh, Surreal, what did you roll again? 11. 11? Alright, yeah, yeah. Just good enough. Uh, you, uh, you recognize the name of the Pangea Hotel. Okay. Um, and, and what that hotel is. Um, 
and you would be the only one amongst the group that got above a 10 that would know that. Okay. Um, uh, and then those above a 10 roll a history check for me. Twelve, again. Fifteen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you know that um, uh, Aaron is the, um, as I said, the, the leader of the dynasty and the one that um, brokered uh, the peace, uh, the Treaty of Sovereignty, um, you know, that uh, has been going on in the land for the last 50 years. Um, they were the main negotiator um, of that peace. So that that's that's the history lesson for you guys in this episode <laughs> um, <laughs> that that you have learned. Um, so uh, Big Johnson continues, and he goes um, from the intelligence I've been able to gather. Um, the um, is that there is a newly appointed head of their armada um, that is. Uh, coming in to be introduced to the uh, independent city-states and a representative of the Dominion um, as they celebrate the uh, extension of the treaty um, at this event. Um, it's it's unknown why um, the leader of the Dominion isn't on the list I found, um, but it's very hard, as you probably know, um, to extract any kind of information from the Dominion. Um, but the... What I can tell you, um, outside of who is going to be there, um, the Vice Count is going to be traveling with both the Twilight Wardens, um, which are um, his personal guard, and the Dustbringers, which is basically the army of the land. Um, and, uh, and he looks over at Barris and goes, And the Dustbringers are led by, and this is very important to you, one Patrice Delacroix. The third in the line to the Delacroix fortune. Now, and they're, they're traveling here. Not here. Uh, Pangea is located in Hawkins, which is north of here. Uh, so that is where the event will be taking place. It's the closest point between um, both the Enclave, the Dominion, the Dynasty, and the Ice Giant place. So, um, of the ones that have, that are part of this, uh, treaty, um, it is the, the most central point that's on, uh, slightly neutral soil, as the independent city-states aren't, you know, a combined country. Um, so that's why Hawkins is usually, um, the center for all these gatherings and the Pangea Hotel. Um, sort of is the one that hosts all the time. Um, uh, when when is this ball taking place? About one week from today. Uh, out of game. How far would I know how far it is from Astoria to Hawking? It's about a two-day travel on foot. Travel. Um, okay. By ship, you could get there in a day. But you would have to um... Uh, Surreal, give me a um, an intelligence check. Okay. Before I. Twenty one. So you know you would have to go back up and dock by Emberberg and then walk back down. Um, to go to Hawkins to get the Hawkins. There's no direct port um, to that city. 
um, most people that come um, sort of come by land um, to right. there. So, um, but boat, it would be, it would shave a half a day off if you boat and then walk down. Okay. Um, so that's up to you guys which way you want to get there. Um, okay. And uh, you see him um, sort of sit down on the edge of the desk, um, lean over um, to the side and goes, now, what I cannot gather is I do not know why or how Adeliqua ascended so quickly in the dynasty. Um, but I hope that you could at least find out that info for me when you do whatever you plan to do to Patrice. I... Yeah. Uh, Mr. Mr. Big Johnson, uh... How do you come to learn this information? I, I, I'm sorry, I'm a little on guard, but, uh, you know, uh, are you just a person that deals in secrets? Uh, who uh, who am I talking to is basically what I want to know, and who, where's your lie, allegiance lie? Yeah, and he goes, well, essentially I run the underground information um, between the uh, independent city-states and all the goings-on in the Dynasty and the Dominion. Well, as much as I can get out of the Dominion. Um, people come to me, pay some good money, as your friend Jome did, um, to get information on um, any number of things. Um, you know, basically information on individuals, um, locations, uh, things like that. It takes me usually a couple weeks' time uh, to gather everything. Um, but, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty easy to um, hide in plain sight in front of this big monstrosity that you saw, you know, out front of my bar and grill here. Um, and you can, uh, and uh, um, he goes, if you uh, don't believe me, um, when you head back out, take a closer look at the uh, people in the paintings out there with me. Great. Uh, another question. Uh, this masquerade ball, if I was to, uh, I'm assuming it'd be anonymous, but if there was somebody to uh, figure out that uh, Doramonte was in attendance, how do you think most, if not all, of the attendants of this masquerade would uh, react? He goes, since you were doing something for me, I have thought of this. And he turns around and um, pulls out um, an envelope. Um, uh, and he goes, well, I only have two of these, so, um, you might want to, uh, need to figure out for the rest of you. Um, and he hands you an envelope, and, uh, inside are, uh, two invitations, um, to the, uh, masquerade ball. Um, you know, he's like, I've already gotten you inside, now how you get past the, uh, uh, you know, knowing who you are, um, that's on you guys. I trust can that I, you know what to do. Can I take a look at the envelope and uh, yeah, yeah, go look ahead. at the... Investigation yeah. check. Um, while that's going on, he says, I hope that we can kill two birds with one stone and you can eliminate a Delacroix and I can get some more information on what exactly is going on at the Dynasty Capital. I rolled an 11. 11. Yep, so it looks very official. You see the Pangea Hotel written across the front of the envelope. Um, wax seal 
um, which has been broken to show you the invitation. Um, and it's the, uh, the uh, uh, stamp of the um, Twilight Seeker dynasty, um, very prominent of uh, uh, what looks like a, like, in the stamp it's kind of hard to make out, but it's like a, uh, a bright, a sunrise, sort of, sort of in there, like rays of sunlight coming out from behind something um, on there. So you notice that immediately, that this is an official stamp, and... It, it looks very official, but you don't notice anything much outside of that. Is it doesn't have like our names on it? It's no. just basically no. an invitation. invitation. Okay. Yep. 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 It, a, a plus it, one. Yes. It. Um, uh, yeah. It, it just looks like you would have to figure out how to, you know, I guess use the invitation and then get past the guards, sort of thing. Wait. Um, why would we need? If we had invitations, we could walk past the guards. Are you saying just the two, the the others besides the two yeah, that have yeah. invitations? Yeah, okay. you guys can I'm get in. I'm just making sure. Yeah, like <laughs> that. This invitations at least gets two of us through the front door past the guards. Yeah, even though you have an invitation, you still need to sneak by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks and he's like, whatever disguise you use to not be a Dormante, Barris, make sure it is good, because they do make sure that there is no fraudulent people walking through with invitations. So My question, you, you speak of Great Armada. Yeah. Are, are we not in peacetime? I, why are we... Why are they making a new armada? No, they have a new leader of their already established navy. Oh, okay. And they are introducing him to everybody at this event. Um, and just to clarify for uh, Barris out of game slightly... Um, what he means is that, um, since there is a Delacroix involved, there may be some notification of them looking for you. Okay, so you know? technically I could walk in as a Dormante, but bells are going to go off. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's gotcha. what I was kind of trying to get across. So gotcha. Okay. I want to clarify. Got it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and he goes, he's like, so, what these invitations give you if you uh, flip over to the back, um, is they allow for the two people with this invitation to get a personal meet and greet with the vice count. And I am going to assume the Delacroix is going to be there in the room. So. You give me a lot to think about. Yeah. And he goes, uh, so one more thing. You, the ones with the invitations, will not be permitted to carry their weapons into the ball. That's fine, that, I don't need one. That makes things interesting, doesn't it? So, I have faith that you guys will be able to figure that out. Um, uh, take as many days as you need to prepare into town. There's plenty of places to go. Um, you have the Steel Appeal, which is the blacksmith shop. Uh, the Naughty Wyvern, which is the potion shop. Um, you have uh, you have the... Um, the wait, I, I lost my thing. I should have bolded everything. Um, where is... Uh, you have the Heat of the Moment Armor Shop. Um, and the Flare to Share General Store. So anything you need um, is here. And, um, and he looks at Ignatius and he goes, uh, If you need to, you know, toughen up and does, you know, sort of a muscle pose. And goes, uh, There is the uh, Four Horsemen Amphitheater um, where fights take place. 
um, okay. every day. So um, feel free to uh, explore the town and prepare a little bit. You know, like I said, you have about a week, and um, you know Hawkins isn't really that far from here. Uh, would it be all right if maybe we hang out in uh, in your establishment? Grab some food we have not eaten yet yeah. for the day. Feel free, and um, I can set you up with uh, two rooms upstairs. Great. Is there a, sure? Uh, is there a, these rooms? Are they like a private dining quarters, or they're like living spaces? No, they're. I yeah, I have an inn on top of the bar here, um, mm-hmm. so you guys can. I can set aside two rooms for you. Um, I had only set aside one from gnome uh, from jome because uh, he said that it would only be two of you but uh, i can sort of get a second one ready for you guys if you want um so feel free to stay here for as long as you need um and then yeah you unfortunately will need to pay for the food <laughs> i do nice run a business on. here uh and he goes uh one thing if you want to uh uh make sure you write down or remember um that when you get to the Pangea Hotel, make sure you talk to Osmond at the front desk um, and uh, tell him that uh, Q Johnson sent you. you. And he'll know what you mean. Q. Like the letter Q? The letter Q, yeah. Okay. And the, the person at the Pangea is Osmond? Osmond, yes. Okay. Yes. Quick question for you, Johnson, before we go. Yes. Um, have you frequented the Pangea yourself? Just curious. Uh, I, uh, I may have had some drinks and maybe uh, met a few people there and may have uh, gone in and out of there a few times in the past. In, in, Interesting. Yes. And uh, right. so surreal, you mm-hmm. immediately know who he's talking about in terms of the front desk. So, um, yeah, yeah. None of this is new to you. What he's saying. So, yeah. Question for you, there, Mister Big Johnson. Uh, yes. Is there is there like a private dining place we can go and discuss conversations about our upcoming uh, constitutional over to Hawkins? Yeah, he goes. Uh, for an extra gold piece, I can have your stuff delivered to your rooms if you want. Is that is that comfortable for everybody? Or do you is that all right? It's fine with me. Uh, will, do you think this will kind of draw attention to us a little bit, or do you, can it be discreet? He goes, ah, people do it all the time. Um, you know, some people like just uh, uh, <laughs> roll it. He goes, some people just don't like the hustle and bustle of being around a lot of people, so they they. Oh, that was almost so us. good. Six. Six. Yeah, he's he's telling the truth. Uh, people do it all the time. It's what some may call room service. <laughs> I think that'd be most preferable, uh, Barry, than uh, sitting here having a conversation out in the open. Do you not? I do agree. Yes, I think we can. I think this one time we can allow it. Yeah, I think any preferential treatment of this, uh, as he calls it, room services, will balance out any kind of prying ears if we're discussing our trip in front of, well, everybody in this town. Yeah. And, uh... Okay, I agree. Uh, 
do we want to do this now or is it, uh... I think it, we'll, let's have a conversation and then explore the town after that how what say you anybody have obliga- uh, any uh, disagreement to that I think that sounds good to me I'm starving seems fine all right, so we got one room that is ready for us and another one coming in due time. So why don't we go to the one that is currently available to us and have a conversation about what we're going to do today, tomorrow, and next week up until this masquerade ball in Hawkins. Yeah, and, as, okay. uh, and as you guys uh, walk out of the room, um, uh, you exit the door and uh, Johnson says... Uh, uh, looks over at um, Surreal, makes eye contact and go to you, and then says, and Barris. And the two of you turn around, and he's like, if you get me that information, there's uh, something in it for you. And he puts up two hands as though to indicate how many, how much money um, would be there <laughs> for you. Gotcha. All right. I am an understanding. So, uh, you guys exit out, uh, head on upstairs, and uh, what do you guys discuss? Uh, All right, first. I guess. Okay, go ahead, Barry. Sorry, I just need to. Uh, I'm going to tinker with my gun. It's still uh, not functional after our last battle. Okay, you do that. Uh, I guess first thing is first is assuming we're not going to uh, come into more invitations to this uh, masquerade ball. Uh, I guess it's the decision of who is coming into this ball with an invitation and who is not and who is getting in there some other way. Now, I think it's obvious that I should be one. Does anybody have any disagreement towards that? Are you going to be able to change your appearance? Exactly. Well, that is one thing I'm going to have to figure out uh, while we're here. Maybe I can uh, come across something that may help that. My idea was since this is this is naval uh, we have a captain with us who knows the sea maybe we have surreal as one and she can kind of uh, talk shop as it is with other captains or other naval personnel would seem like she would fit in better than, say, myself. I, I don't know too much of of the, the goings-on with uh, naval experience. How many mm. invitations do we have? We two. have two. Okay. I want to be so, one of the people... Um, I want to be one of the ones with an invitation. I'm very good at disguising myself. Well, what if you're... Uh, I'm kind of hesitant to have you go in, Barris, uh, if you cannot properly disguise, because if they see you or can possibly see through disguises, uh, jig is up, as they say. I understand I... that, but, um, well, let's, why don't we put a pin? I don't disagree with you on that. Surreal could be one person that goes in. Um, to be honest with you, Barry, um, I would think you, but at the same time, the fact that you might not be able to get bring your weapons into uh, what is a certain you know that's that's your bread and butter. You without them seems like a bad idea. And I don't know, no offense, Barry, but you whining and dining is never your strong suit with the uh, the upper class. It's uh, you are very right. <laughs> I take no umbrage there. 
I would stick out like sore thumb. Um, now, I don't know if this giant robot man is being facetious on his ability to nope. uh, uh, <laughs> nope. disguise himself. But, uh... Out of game, I have advantage on deception checks. So, like, I'm actually pretty good at this. <laughs> I mean, we could even have it where what if Surreal uh, brings uh, Rex with, with her and it's almost like this is my first mate or you know, uh, bodyguard, perhaps. Maybe, it's, it's and then I, I would love nothing more to Rex get inside a room with a Delacroix and just pick it up and pull it in half, pull it, <laughs> just pull it apart with his just brute strength. Um, but I wouldn't want to miss that. <laughs> I more than anything else. Uh, I want to find uh, if if we want to go with Rex, that is okay. But I want to try and figure out a way to make that a third invitation or get you know we need to full, a foolproof plan to get ourselves inside that masquerade ball. Now maybe we procure. I have no problem going in stealthily. I, I'm as big as I am. I'm actually okay at sneaking around. Maybe we try to procure a third invitation. Maybe it's we definitely not. We got a week to do so. Um, we wouldn't have anybody that is uh, expert at uh, maybe uh, creating documents, do we? I'm uh, gonna slide a hand. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I can create uh, forging tools if need be. But uh, I feel like I'd probably need to see uh, handwriting of... Well, scene. we have invitations, and you could just copy one of them, right? I could, yes. If uh, I would just need to create the... Uh, is it calligraphy tools? Is that what it is? I think there's a... Uh, if... So, Mark, out of yeah. game. I, I do have proficiency in calligraphers' supplies. Yeah, you just need a forger's kit, I believe it's called. Forger's kit. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, to be able to do this. And um, the one thing you would have to procure is the is the material that it's written on. Um, you know, because it isn't just straight parchment. Right. So the forger, is that kind of like the same thing as like smith tools, thieves tools kind of thing? I think it's an actual kit for those, okay. of, you know. That you so have to roll I to see how good you are at it to use while using it. Right. Okay. So I can create tools, but I, I don't think I can create a kit. No, I think it's the same thing. It's the same thing. But, yeah. Oh, okay. So then, yeah, yeah. yeah as long as I have a certain, I could create any tool I want then. And then yeah. perhaps, uh, you know, if someone here is, is good at forging, I mean, I can create it, but I possibly could not forge it. That would be, I guess it's deception or something like that. No, I'd have to, out of game, I'd have to double check on that. But, well, well uh, how, how long is it going to take you to create this, uh, this, this material? Instantaneous. I could do it uh, like that. Okay. Well, do that and let's see, let's just see how well I can forge this with my proficiencies in a cleric. Calligraphy check. Okay, let me just make sure I have. Uh, so I have. Uh, actually, I need the Smiths. Actually, no. If I want to work on my gun, it's Tinker's Tools, right? Yes. 
Okay. So I, I have a pair of Smith's tools. I'll just uh, I'll hold it and I'll channel the energy through my gauntlet, and I will turn them into forger's tools, forging kit. Yeah, just uh, just for the sheer fact that um, I didn't realize you'd be creating stuff. Just roll me a d20 and let's see what comes out. Make sure you don't roll a one. <laughs> Great. Uh, Thirteen. Okay, then you're good. It just takes you slightly longer than normal, you know, with a roll of thirteen to sort of get it, but it's done. I do one of those magician things where I'm like really staring at it and I point. There we go. (laughs) And uh, I'll hand the forger's kit to uh, Barris. Okay. I'm going to try it. See, I'm going to try and do my best to uh, imitate the writing. Okay. Um, Yeah, so we'll handle that a little later just so I can look up the exact rolls. That you need to make on it. Okay. But yeah, yeah. You don't so, need to hand over the invitations right now. So we, I have some. No, no, no. no. I'm, this is really, literally, just a test. Okay. See. Let's see how. Right. Let's see how good I can uh, mimic this. Um. Yeah. And worst comes to worst, we could go to gen- if if you could c- continue c- to conjure these things. You know, I got a week to try and perfect this. Who knows. Um, yeah, I mean, as long as I have tools with me, I need my tinker's tools, but, uh... If there is also a general store, we can't stock right. up on things like, uh, calligrapher supplies or whatever. Yeah. Absolutely, yes, I, uh, I agree. If we, like you said, we have time, if uh, I can go to the store, and yeah, that's fine. Uh, we can keep practicing. Okay. Is there anything else in town that people want to do? We do have several days before we need to amscray. Um, That's true, yes. Uh, what were you going to say, Captain? I would like to try to get to the, the heat of the moment, the armor, to see if I can improve my, my current armor. I think that would be helpful. And then there's the general store, so if you have to pick up supplies, Barry, I'm sure you can get them there. And I'd uh, like to check out the uh, amphitheater. Right. Yeah, but Rex, is there anything uh, would li- wish to accomplish? Doesn't he have to? Uh, he's got to give ten percent of stuff, right? Your your religion. You need to close bars down, right? You need to party every night. Is that uh, my understanding of? <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh... I mean, I don't need to tithe anything right now because I don't have any income yet. But when I do get income, then yes, I will have to contribute some of that. Also, we're here for a week, so yes, yes, I was planning to go out at least one night. You don't need to be so judgmental about it. Do things for fun. Look, I am must have supervision if you go out. I look, I I mean no disrespect. I am one hundred percent in terms of. uh, hedonistic uh, virtues. I do not mind that at all. I would love to uh, party with a giant robot that is, uh, you know, on a list of life accomplishments. You know, probably not in the top 50, but it, it's there. It's a thing <laughs> that sounds pretty cool. Anyway. I won't write that on my headstone. <laughs> I got to party with a giant robot. But... <laughs> I wonder, uh, since uh, Rex, you probably don't need to rest 
as long as the rest of us. You could probably party much longer than a normal person. Quite hearty, as I, <laughs> I understand it. I'm a... Um, you could say that I'm a party machine. Oh. <laughs> Does alcohol fuel your circuits? <laughs> I mean... Sometimes, yes. <laughs> not intended to work that way, but it does end up working out that way. This is very interesting. Um, Alright. Question. Anyways, do, do, I need to roll, to do I need to roll anything while I'm fixing my gun? Or is it just I work on it and then it's all good? Um, it's, I believe... Ant, when you were learning the gun, it was intelligence checks, right? In the last mm. campaign? Yeah, so roll me an intelligence check. Uh, 14. Okay. Uh, you do fix it. It, you know, it will take you, you know, you have to go back and forth a couple times, but by the end of the day, you should be good. Okay. Yeah, you Thank don't, you. you, uh, you will need to, when you go to the general store, uh, re-up one, uh, we'll just call them gun repair supplies. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, also, I, I wonder if... I do need bullets for my rifle. I don't know if they sell them here, but maybe they have scrap metal I can use to uh, create more bullets. There's the blacksmith, you can always ask. But yeah, there you go. Thank you. Uh, um, I have one thing I wanted to bring up when we're, when we're all done talking about partying. I have stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, you... I think if I know where this is going, I totally forgot. Uh, is this about the person you saw in the bar area? Actually, I kind of forgot about that because something <laughs> else came to mind. So we'll talk about both of those things. Thank you, Barry. Um, yeah, so You're when welcome. we were following the gnome into the back room, um, what looked to be a half-elf locked eyes with me. And he kind of looked scared or surprised or something, and he actually dropped his drink and, and ran straight out of the bar. I thought that was really weird. And he looked a little familiar to me. Um, actually very familiar to me, but I can't, can't place where I know him from. I feel like we need to just be on the lookout for this person. I just, I have a weird feeling about it. I know that's not much information, but I just wanted to let you guys know. Yeah, it was very strange. Is there some kind of... Uh specific tr character trait feature on this person or this half-elf that we could be like oh my god that's that guy with that handlebar mustache that ran out of the room <laughs> mark you said that it was my perception was high enough where i could have remembered you you remember the face but you it wasn't high enough to uh, pick out a distinct feature like you'll be able to recognize it but you don't really know how to describe it to other people if, if you get what i'm saying yeah it's one of those situations where I think I could see him in a crowd, but I can't really convey it to you guys. I, I know that's incredibly unhelpful, so I'll have to just be on the lookout. But I just want you guys to know there could be potentially some shady business going on. I don't know. Maybe he just thought I was extremely attractive, because obviously I am. And he just got really, uh, so, like, you know, not confident, and he just ran out because he felt like, you know, like, like a wuss or something. I, it happens all the time. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. I'm not are really into saying, half elves anyway. Are you saying this man is uh, scared of pretty woman? It probably, yeah, actually. 
Especially in- one such as myself. I want to insight check to see if this happens, quote unquote, all the time. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Let's see how high that insight check is before I have to roll. That's a six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can. Unless if you want to roll to see if you roll hilariously low, is you know, like. What would, I, what would I have to roll against? Uh, that? Deception. Deception. Oh, good luck, because I have. Are you lying? Unless you're lying, then you don't have to roll anything. I just want to see what I roll. I rolled a thirteen. Okay. Yeah. I told you it happens all the time. And you believe her. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess. Going forward, just uh, keep a look at like coin pouches, and mm-hmm. you know, just be ready to fight. I guess, which seems to be um, standard operating procedure. We do seem to uh, attract trouble these days. I mean, that's like every day for me, so you'll get used to it. I also wanted to mention there was a rather large fellow down there who gave me a weird look. I don't know why. Ah, Iggy, are they attracted to you as well? Maybe, maybe he is. I mean, it does happen often. Insight check. I'm so big for it. Farris, roll an insight check with advantage. Oh. Because <laughs> I rolled a seven at first. I have a plus two. I'm rolling like shit for these insights. 19. Okay. Yeah, he's lying. <laughs> Unless if you want to see if you get a nat 20 on your deception roll. Uh, I think I'm negative on deception. Well, I'm only going to give it to you if it's a nat 20. No, it's an 8. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... Um, done with the debriefing? Um, I had one more thing. Okay, go ahead. Um, <clears throat> so, the gnome also mentioned uh, Pangea. You know, where, which is where the, the masquerade is going to be taking place. Uh, I found it uh, important that I should mention the fact. Now, before I tell you guys this, you have to keep this very, very, like, on the down low, I think they say. You can't tell anyone about this. Nobody, this does not leave this room. Are we in agreement? You can yeah. count on me. Yep. Okay. So... No one actually knows of this. Most people don't know this. Pangea is, uh, although it appears to be a very nice, very upscale inn, it's actually, uh, it's basically a gathering for all of the uh, most intensely uh, dangerous assassins in the area. Oh, love. So most people don't know this. So again, you can't, cannot, cannot give it away that you know this or you will be in trouble, I think. So anyway, uh, members known, uh, they're called the Syndicate, basically. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know that when we're there, we will be pretty much surrounded by all assassins. People really don't stay there unless they're assassins, so, we'll put it that way. So why would Vice Count go there? Does he not know? Or do they not? I don't know who the Vice Count is. Do they... Well, it's one of, one of two options. It's either that they know that they don't know and they could potentially be in danger. This just got so, very serious. <laughs> it did. <laughs> also, she I've noticed uh, if you... It did. It got real. And I did ask jo- Johnson um, how he knows so much about Pangea and it sounds like he frequents it sometimes so we might not be able to trust Johnson as much as we may want to. 
because he could potentially be an assassin as well, or at least be connected with the assassins. So I just wanted to put that out there. We might not want to be rushing in to the Pangea without, you know, certain planning in place. Have, have you, Surreal, ever been Pangea? Uh, no, I haven't. Inside check. <laughs> roll, roll it. A motherfucker on that one. <laughs> oh, that's good. Seventeen. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll let her know because we were doing this side conversation. No, she's never been there. Yeah. Completely telling the truth, and you know that from that roll. I'll uh, I'll get right up in her face. <laughs> I'll just I'll stare at her and like if I find out that you have dealings with the uh, these people you're putting my baddest in harm we are going to have to have a difficult conversation Baragons, I understand that you're Barris's father and all but you have to trust me I wouldn't have told you about this group if I was in on it with them obviously right how do saying go uh Closer you are to danger, further you are from harm. And, so perfect! Uh, you, you guys are great! You're, you're right in the middle of danger and you're perfectly safe. You're welcome. Just, uh, I'll do the uh, eyes are on you now. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that because you're literally in my personal space and I actually don't like it. No. Uh, okay, I'll... Uh, I'll brush past her and kind of give her a little shoulder bump on the way past. And I hope right. I hope you know that I have metal on the edges of my shoulders, so that might have hurt you a little bit. I also have metal on my shoulders. And... <laughs> <laughs> so, so where where do we want to uh, to go first in our little uh, expedition of this uh, this Astoria? I want to hit up the general store. I want to get blasted. Sure. I, I do need to refill my potions. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> Very much so. Oh, uh, I actually have... I have idea. We seem to be without healer. Uh, I, am, I have healing capability. Very limited. Um, we can... I think po- uh, potion shop would be a good idea. Maybe they have some... Uh, Maybe they have potions. something good there that I could do. <laughs> Other than potions, yes, but uh, I'm looking for something very specific. Do you want a magic wand? You wave it around and heal people. Yes, essentially I need wand. <laughs> oh, I was joking, but okay. Way to take thunder out of my <laughs> surprise. That's saying thunder, thunder out of surprise. That's the Is that Mark what they say? Now. Mark it down. I thought they heard someone say that. Thunder out of surprise. (laughs) Baragon. Baragon 2021. (laughs) Alright, so um, you guys uh, eat the food and come up there. Um, It's okay. Passable. You know. Not the best food you ever had, but it is edible. Um, And uh, you uh, head out um, of the uh, bar and... uh, That's where we'll end this episode, and we'll pick up with you guys exploring the town.